Welcome to My Business Guide, where we believe that small business should be simple and enjoyable. Each episode will give you fresh ideas and clear steps that you can take to grow your business and succeed. I'm Lockie, your guide, and today we're talking about what a niche is and why you need one. Lots of people want to find their niche so that they can stand out from the competition and do what they were made to do, but they don't know where to begin. Finding your niche feels really complicated. Some people say you just got to find your passion, while others say pick a market, but neither really get the job done. Well, today that confusion ends because we've got the niche guy on the podcast to help us discover and enjoy the clarity that comes from finding your niche in business. So if you're tired of trying to be everything to everyone, or you feel like your product is getting lost in a sea of general offerings, this episode is for you. Todd Howard is the founder of growanichebusiness.com, where he guides business owners of all shapes and sizes through a powerful framework that helps them find their niche. Todd has over 20 years experience in product-based marketing. He's based in Atlanta, Georgia with his wife, uh, but he coaches business owners all around the world. Todd, welcome to My Business Guide. Hey, Lackey. This is fun. Thank you for this. Todd, I'm going to jump right into it. What is a niche in business? I think most business owners have this kind of half idea of it, but you have an interesting and more in-depth take on this, on what a niche really is. So can, can you walk us through that? Yes. A lot of the confusion that people have around niching their business is because they don't have uh, really the right definition. It's not helping them make any progress. The definition that I've come up with is a, a niche is a unique approach that makes you stand out, mm. a unique approach that makes you stand out. So notice what I did not say. I did not say a niche is a market. Mm. And that's one thing that that trips a lot of people up. People think a niche is a market. And so when they think I need to find a niche for my business, they automatically think of a, of a market and then they get smaller and smaller at, at, you know, they sort of carve that market down and start looking for subsets of a market. Yeah. And they go into the point where they say, okay, I think this is probably small enough of a subset of a market, but then they're scared that that's not big enough to bring them business. Mm, and so yep. defining a niche as a market really throws you, throws your game off from the beginning. But when you realize a niche is a unique approach that makes you stand out. And by the way, it makes you stand out to a specific market. Now you're paying attention to the unique approach part. You're saying, what can I do to take a unique approach at solving some problem? I love that. And if you can figure that out, it will lead you to a market, but it's also going to be something that you can actually do. People can come to the conclusion um, when they try and figure out what is my unique approach, they can answer that a lot easier than if they just try and pick a market. I love that it comes from your unique approach because I believe that every business owner, entrepreneur, they've got these unique strengths built into who they are. And that's usually a reflection of their business. What happens is they, as they grow their business, they try to do everything for everyone and they become really generalized and they're missing out on leveraging those unique strengths that makes their business, their small business so so incredible and makes them stand out. 
So this process of niching our business can really help us get back to our strengths and help us stand out. So what's the first thing that we should do when we're thinking about or or it comes to actually discovering what our niche is? Yeah, the the first thing to do, if you're going to go with the definition that a niche is a unique approach, you have to figure out what you have to offer that is unique. Mm. And this is actually a fun exercise um, when you can put the idea of picking a product out of your mind and really just look at your own skill set, your own history and say, what do I bring to the table now that is unique? Um, there's an example and you and I both know this company. This is a uh, company based in New Zealand called Green Shield. And Mm. it's a, it's a commercial cleaning company. It's, it's basically a carpeting, a carpet cleaning company. And uh, they do other things as well, but every commercial cleaner out there cleans carpets in a very similar way. They put soap into the carpet and then they, they put water in the carpet and draw that soap out and they clean carpets almost like washing clothes. You know, we're going to add yeah. soap and water and then we're going to pull it out. And now we have clean carpet. And that's fine. That does a that does a very good job. The problem with that, though, is that if you have uh, certain bacteria, certain germs in the carpet, that method of cleaning is not necessarily going to kill those germs. And so the guy that owns Green Shield, this carpet cleaning company, he has a very unique approach at cleaning carpet where he puts a product in the carpet. And this is a little above my uh scientific pay grade. But what I understand (laughs) is it's almost, it almost works like some kind of a bacteria and it eats the dirt. It eats the germs. It eats the harmful things. And when it runs out of food, it just dies. And then when you vacuum the carpet, you vacuum it out of the carpet. Hmm. And so not only does he clean the carpet, he removes all those germs from the carpet. Hmm. And that's, that's a very unique approach. Um, his employees work a little harder to do that. It's a bit more of a technical process. That's why most don't do it. And he does. So we looked at that and we thought, okay, now that we have your unique approach, who would benefit the most from that? And right now he's landed on assisted living centers. And if you think about it, that's a group of people that you really want to make sure, listen, cleaning the carpet's important, but getting rid of all of the harmful germs that live in carpet is critical. And so he figured out his unique approach is to go into that market. And so what I want to point out is, you know, back to your question, what's the first thing you need to do? You need to find your unique approach that will lead you to your market. It's kind of an obvious answer when we said who benefits from carpets cleaned to that extent. But you need to start with that unique approach first in order to find your niche opportunity. Yeah, I love that. Uh, shout out to PJ, by the way, uh, over in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, hey PJ. Since discovering his niche, he is, uh, pardon the pun, cleaning up the competition over there. So once you've discovered that unique approach, how do you then create niche products and marketing? Once you have your unique approach in mind, this almost works as a blueprint for you to build your marketing and your products. So the first thing is once you have a unique approach, that unique approach is powerful. It needs to be explained on your website. That is um, the fuel for social media posts, podcasts. Anytime you get a chance to get in front of an audience, you can talk about your unique approach. They're going to be very interested in hearing that. Mm, Yeah. Also, your unique approach needs to be reflected in your products. Most people make the mistake of when they create their products, they're actually following the competition or industry trends, and they see something 
you know, they see a competitor will add a feature and still they'll, they'll scramble and say, well, we have to add that feature so that we don't get left <laughs> behind. Once you have a unique approach that works for a subset of the market, all you care about is that subset of the market. If your competitors don't have a unique approach that resonate with your subset of the market, it does not matter what your competitors do. And that is freeing to realize I have a unique approach that really resonates with a subset of the market. I'm mm. just going to take care of them. I'm not going to yeah. follow the latest and greatest, you know, capability or what competitors are doing. I'm tied in with the industry to some extent, but I'm really, really just focused on my subset of the market and delivering my unique approach. Yeah. When you, when you limit your thinking to just that, creating products is actually much easier and a lot more fun to do. Yeah. And it's more profitable too, because you're not trying to do a hundred different things that most of the time customers don't even want. And so a lot of our products can be bloated with just features and benefits that customers don't really care about. So I love this idea of going through this niche approach to really discover where in the customer journey your product can best fit and stand out. That's right. Once you, once you develop a niche, uh, you'll develop a relationship with the subset of the market. And that group, uh, your interactions with them will define everything that you do uh, when it comes to marketing and products. And you're right, it's so much easier. If you start checking out all the different competitors' websites and watching their social media feeds, you get intimidated pretty quickly with all the things they're doing. You feel like you have to keep up. You don't. You just yeah. have to take care of the subset of the market that is interested in your unique approach. Yeah. And activity doesn't equal progress. Sometimes uh, I've, I've noticed this with a lot of marketing agencies, they can be doing a, a lot of different things and it looks like they're really busy and really successful. And then you go talk to the owner and they're just head underwater, <laughs> uh, trying to keep things running, trying to keep things afloat. There's something of um, rest in a niche where you get to focus on your lane and, and own that lane and, and have fun doing that. Yeah, you're right. You have the, the capability to really develop sort of a tribal mentality around your brand. Once you yeah. take this, you know, take this idea of I'm going to find a unique approach. I'm going to find out who, who benefits the most and I'm going to really take care of them. A lot of very successful niche businesses are very simple at their base. They've got this mm. degree of focus and it, it pays off in the short and in the long term. Hey, Todd, give us another example of uh, a niche business that you've come across recently. Yeah, I got to work with a very interesting lady. Uh, she's a productivity coach. And on the surface, I kind of assumed I knew what that meant. You know, she was talking about mm. Trello boards and different, you know, tools. And I thought, okay, she's going to, she's going to organize my life and make it, make me more productive. As we started working on her niche though, she used to be a psychologist and she believes that the reason you don't get things done is because there's something sort of in the back of your mind that a fear that you have or some kind of blocker. And mm. as a psychologist, she believed that she could find what was blocking you from being productive and help you remove that thing, you would be more productive. Wow. And I thought, that's fantastic. That is a wonderful niche. Yeah. She is a psychologist who does what everyone wishes a psychologist would do. She gives you the answers to your questions. This is what's <laughs> wrong with you. This is what you need to fix. She just goes right to it. And uh, once she finds out what's blocking you, asks you a few questions so you can remove it, you all of a sudden get a lot done 
And then she brings in all of those tools, the Trello boards and all that, and helps you get stuff done. I love that. And that unique approach where she was bringing her ability as a psychologist into the business productivity field, she's now created a niche. Again, you know, once you have your your unique approach, you can find your market. If you ask yourself, who would want to hire somebody to help them get things done, but does not have a lot of time to waste? They need to get down to it right away. And the answer is C-level executives. C-level executives do not have all day to sit around and learn about your productivity tricks, but they do have time to sit down with someone who is a psychologist who can help them remove the blockers that they can't see so that they can get more done. And she focuses on helping these types of leaders get more done. It's a great niche. It's a great, unique approach. To all our listeners, you can see that a niche business, it's not about finding this tiny little target market. It's just a quarter twist on a product or a service that everyone else is offering. So I love that. It's slight change, and yet it's a whole different business. It's a whole different playing field from that tiny little adjustment in her business. That's the power of a niche. Todd, we talked about, I think, one or two parts of the framework that you offer. I know there's like five, I think, parts to the framework. Um, I've actually run some of our clients through this framework and they love it. So uh, where can people learn more about you, your virtual workshop and course coming out and, and all of that? Where can they go? The best place is to go to my website, growanichebusiness.com. And I've got some free downloads. I think there's three free downloads on that website that uh, your listeners are welcome to. They can download them and um, learn more about how they can niche their own business. I love this and I hope we can continue to talk about discovering your niche again in the future. So thanks. Thanks coming on, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Lackey. It was fun. Thanks as always for listening to My Business Guide. We'll see you next time.